it feels good to be back at the mic. What's up, everybody? I'm your host, Natalie Nadine, and welcome back to another episode of Unapologetically Her, the podcast that's for her by her. Unapologetically Her was designed to be a safe space for young women, navigating the challenges of adulthood. No longer will we apologize for making choices, whether right or wrong. Instead, we will own our truths unapologetically. Created to tackle all things female, I interview women of all ages and walks of life to help empower, embrace, and educate other young ladies like myself. Now, let me tell you, it's been a while. Shoot, it's been a minute since I've been at the mic, since I've been on your speaker, since I've been in your streaming devices. But can I say it feels so good and it feels just like home to be back. I've been gone for a couple months, I ain't gonna lie. I think my last episode was the end of January. And that's kind of when everything just went left. Then right. Then left. Then right again. Today's episode, I usually don't talk about the titles on my episodes. But today's episode is titled, You'll Find a Point When You Will Exhale. Inspired by, you know, the song Exhale. Shoop, 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 shoop. Now you already know I love me some Whitney Houston. Especially when she was Savannah and way into Exhale. That soundtrack, mm, Babyface did his thing. But let me bring it back. Let's get into focus. I finally found the point when I could exhale. And let me dive in a little bit deeper. Actually, you know what? Let me give you the backstory. Why I was gone for a couple months. The year started off great, promising so many things I was going to do, especially when it came to school and the blog and the podcast. But then things took a turn towards the end of January, going into February. In the early part of February, I found out that someone very close to me, someone that I loved, was diagnosed with stage four stomach cancer. And it was my aunt. Now, I always say, when it comes to my aunts here in Toronto, which are my mom's two older sisters, I look at them like my second mother. You know what I mean? Like, I keep them on the same pedestal as my mother. And I always say some people only see their extended families, Thanksgiving, Christmas. They talk to them once in a blue moon. I talk to my aunts at least every week, like every other day, because every day they're calling to talk to mom. So obviously if mom's not around the phone, I'm there to answer it. So regardless... We talk and we chit-chatting. They're asking me about life. How's it going? In February, my aunt was diagnosed with stage four cancer. She was in the hospital for about three weeks until they realized there was nothing more that could be done. They couldn't give her treatment. They couldn't give her chemo because it was too far gone. It had already spread. And it was something that we don't know to this day if she knew. The doctor seems just as surprised as we were. We didn't know either. She looked healthy. Now, maybe she looked a little tired. 
But it wasn't like, oh my gosh, there's something wrong. It's more like, mm, you look like you didn't get enough sleep last night. You know what I mean? That's how you know she was looking good to the end, honey. But when she was discharged from the hospital, she came to live with us. And who would have known two weeks in a day after being discharged, she would pass away. My aunt died on March 19th, surrounded by family, including myself, my mom, my aunt, and her daughter and a cousin of mine. My aunt was living with me for those two weeks. She was staying in my mom's room. So during the day, me and my aunt would take care of her. In the evening, when mom comes home for work, she would take care of her. On weekends, everyone was there around the clock. I'm a night owl, so if she would cry out in pain in the middle of the night, I'd be the one there rubbing her stomach, giving her her medication, allowing my mom and my aunt to sleep. Sometimes you just think back, and it's just like, wow. Never saw that coming. 2022 was supposed to start off with a bang. <laughs> Be careful what you ask for. I clearly was not specific enough when I said, ha, universe, yeah, God, let's start out this year with a bang. You hear me? Ah, cool. Should have read the fine print. So, as you can see, it's been a long time since I've had the strength the energy, the motivation, the mental peace, and the ability to sit here and speak to you guys. I've been on an emotional roller coaster these last couple months. I still have those moments of sadness and grief dealing with the loss. I can't lie, it definitely took its toll on me. I still can't look at her picture the same hear her name, walk into my mom's room without getting emotional. When the night of her passing flashes through my mind, I ultimately start crying my eyes out like it was the night all over again. Now, I'm also one of those people too who has dreams. Now, I don't know if this is just a Caribbean, African, maybe just a black thing. I don't know. But I have those dreams where I dreamed of loved ones who have passed. But it's not everyone. It's the ones I'd had a real connection with. I was really close to. And I can't wait to have that dream again. So far, I've dreamt her about three times. The first two times... Well, the first time I didn't get to see her face, but I got to tell her I missed her. The second time wasn't my favorite dream because she looked how she did when she was getting sick and getting smaller. The third time, however, she was starting to look like herself again. That dream I liked. And that dream, she was definitely more feisty, so I know it was her. Coming to terms with this loss will take some time. Like most passings of a loved one, you don't get over it the next day, the next week, the next month, heck, even the next year. 
That's why you have to allow yourself that time to grieve and heal accordingly. No one can rush the grieving process. No one can tell you how to heal. I'm at that point where I feel like I could finally exhale. Now, like I said, it's been it's been a couple of months where it's gone left, it's gone right, it's gone left, and it's gone right again. Since completing my, I would say, degree, I don't know, is it called a degree? Certificate? <laughs> Postgraduate certificate at Seneca College. I did PR and corporate communications. I think I have a better sense of who I am and what I want to do. And what my next steps will be. Now, mind you, I don't have it all figured out. It's not 100% and it's not concrete. However, I do see myself further than I was the first time around when I graduated. Since finishing school for what will hopefully be the last time. I have been lucky enough to secure two jobs in my field and finally say goodbye to retail after 10 years of service. Now, mind you, I ain't going to knock retail. That paid my bills for 10 years. That got me through school. It helped me do a lot of things. So shout outs to retail for my first, second, and third job, okay? When I reflect on my journey this far, especially regarding job hunting, because I know that's something that a lot of us struggle with. We put out applications. We don't hear back. We get ghosted. Sometimes it's just not the right fit. Trust me, I've been through my fair share of rejection dating as far back as 2019. I've gotten those rejection emails. I've had those interviews where they took my ideas and applied them, yet never followed up with me to say if they were going to hire me or not. And best believe to this day, the company is still using my idea that I suggested in the interview. Rookie mistake to give them so much detail. But also, they shady for that. But leave them to God. I've had I've had those interviews where it seemed promising. You get through phase one, two, and three. And it's like, oh, well, we went with someone else. Or they waited a month to get back to you. Trust me, I've been through it all. But all in all, I've had my moments. I've had my moments of depression and disappointment. Thinking I wasn't good enough. I used to second guess myself and wondered if I belonged in this field. Now, although I have my jobs, I still feel nervous. And sometimes I have those times of doubt. But to quote my girl Arissa, hey girl, hey, she told me. Nervous is always a good feeling. It means that you care and you want to do good. So just embrace it. It's very exciting. I carry this message from her near and dear to my heart as I go through my day to day at work. It reminds me that what I feel is normal and to embrace the journey that I'm on. I'm just starting my career. And as much as I want to be perfect at everything, it's unrealistic. I decided to lift the pressure and overbearing expectations I had for myself. 
and welcome each day as they come. As time goes by, I will get better and become more experienced. Just like other things in life, things take time. I'm watching this show called 20s on BET, well, 20s, but it's on BET and CBC, you know, if you're Canadian. (laughs) And I think back to an episode where Ida and Hattie are hanging out. And Ida B tells Hattie, don't give up on something just because you're not good at it right away. Can I tell you that line hit me like a ton of bricks? At that moment, I felt like she was talking to me. And I think at that moment, anyone in their 20s going through this time of their life of trying to find a job, trying to be the best at everything and perfect everything, I think they felt a ways when they heard that line. Don't give up on something just because you're not good at it right away. Once again, I feel like I can exhale. Being a young adult trying to make it in the big city, as they like to say, can be a lot, especially in a city like Toronto. You have to be in touch with who you are. You have to be honest with yourself and not lose sight of what your goals are. It's also important to remember that no two journeys are alike. Oftentimes, I think we find ourselves and... Maybe I'm speaking for everyone. Maybe I'm speaking for myself. Where we compare ourselves to other people. Whether that be our partner, our friends, family members, the person across the street. No two journeys are alike. We have to remember that everything happens in its own time. With no set of rules, no how-to guide, no cheat code. Love where you are. Embrace it. And take it in full stride. In the words of Whitney Houston, there comes a point when we exhale. And this is that point. And on that note, that concludes today's episode. Thank you so much for joining me today. Make sure you follow the podcast on social media. On Good Pods, it's at Unapologetically Her on Instagram at unapologetically her and subscribe to the YouTube channel unapologetically her podcast. We're on the road to a hundred subscribers y'all. You can also listen to this show on all streaming platforms, including Spotify and Apple podcasts. Lastly, check out my blog unapologeticallyher.ca. Now remember your girl is Canadian. So no.com, but dot CA. Yeah, that part. And fill out the Google Forms if you want to be in my next guest. Thank you all for listening, and I'll catch you in the next episode. Much love, peace, and don't forget to exhale.